up guys welcome back to kind of funny games daily for wednesday september 9th 2020 as always i'm tim gettys joined by the rogue one gary witta good morning tim or is it even morning i honestly I can't know. tell who knows what is going on now i looked out i looked out my window this morning and i assumed that i had just died in my sleep and been sent mm-hmm. t- to hell for my many sins because yes. <laughs> tim you you only you only live a few blocks from me Mm-hmm. You describe to me what you saw and what you felt when you looked out the window this morning. Um, it's darkness. It, it it doesn't feel like morning. It feels like an endless hellscape. Uh, it definitely feels like uh, par for the course for 2020. Pretty you much. Know. It's like uh, 2020 this does not now feel like a quality get... widow Wednesday. I'll tell wait, you that much no, in terms of no. Gary, the world now finally looks color. like how it feels. Gary, you wake yeah. up very early, right? I Sometimes, yeah. Did you wake up early I'm, this I'm, morning? I'm used to waking up uh, before before this. I'm used to waking up when it's still dark outside, mm. basically before the sun rises. I woke up this morning, and it was still dark outside. So I thought, huh, you know, it must be an early wake up for me. Looked at the clock; it was like eight fifteen. Like oh, the mm-hmm. sun's been up for two hours, but because basically because of all the fires and everything that's going on, uh, something that I've never seen in twenty five years of living here in the San Francisco Bay Area happened. The fires are now so bad. Um, that it is basically essentially blotted out the sun. And even though it is now 10 a.m., uh, when I look out my window, all I see is this orange-tinted darkness. It's also it legit it's getting darker. Like, like everyone, yeah. go go on Twitter, and like any games media people that you follow that live in San Francisco are definitely posting about this. But oh, it I've is pictures otherworldly. Yeah. This is yeah. Mad so Max. When, when I woke up this morning, I, I woke up around 7 a.m., and it okay. wasn't as foggy, which means it, it wasn't very dark. Right. So it was like everything was bright yellow. Like I had to wake Paul up to be like, hey, I'm not imagining this shit, right? Like it was bright yellow, guys. It was scary. Very scary. I don't want to go on too long about this. But Gary, you, you keep saying that uh, in your 25 years here in SF, you haven't seen this. In your no. entire life, have you seen something like this anywhere? I mean, half of my life is here and was here is been here in San Francisco. The other half is in the UK, where you know a lot of shit can happen. But like forest fires and things like that, that's not really an issue um, in the UK. So I, I only became aware of you know the forest fire issue when I moved here to California. And Tim, you know, you, you've also been here a few years. We've had some really bad fires the last few years, where you know you walk outside and instantly it feels like you know that smell like when the sun is like a bonfire on the beach. Yeah. Like that smell, but like it's everywhere all the time. And mm-hmm. you have to, when the pandemic hit, we already had the masks because, you know, we had masks from the fires in, ago, the prior, yeah. in the prior years. And obviously, you know, it's fire season again right now. I've just, I, I've ne- I mean, I'm looking at my window right now and I honestly can't believe what I'm looking at. This, there you this go, Kev. orange this night is, sky. Oh. That is we, an we have unfiltered, on- unedited picture that Kevin is showing. Well, yeah. no, so, that, have, so, and, but, and, 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 be, that, and that, and that picture's making it look lighter than it is. Well, that it's was, way that was at seven in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And just to be clear, it is edited because our cameras are so good at like correcting colors that like when you take a picture, it doesn't look like it does in real life. So I edited yeah. it to look like yeah. real life. Yeah. The picture that I took this morning, I had to edit it to make it look like what my eye actually saw because the camera's like lightening it and making it look like more yellow when what I'm look- what I'm seeing is actually more just like this dark it looks like brownish the, our, orange. It's just like the worst right color imagine. It's like the, the color of just like shit, hell, awfulness. And that is basically like I said, the, the world now finally looks the, the the aesthetic of the world has finally been updated. It's like patch mm-hmm. notes 2020. We've yeah. now updated the graphics to properly reflect how shitty everything is. This is our ray tracing. Okay. Yes, basically. This is, it, yeah. and yeah. this is what the new Nvidia. Good... This is what the new Rachel. Nvidia cards are bringing to the party, Tim. Is our world now finally looks shit? It's like the, the graphics are so good. They the, the cards are now so powerful. They don't just update the graphics in your game. They mm. update the graphics in your life. Oh, great. Here we are. Here we are. But we're about to get a major upgrade coming. A lot sooner than some of us might have expected because today's stories include Xbox Series S and X price, release date and pre-order date fully confirmed, Uh, Nintendo's beefing up for 4K and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday right here at uh, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames at 10 a.m. We come to you with all of the video game news that you need to know. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later 
on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com. Uh, you can also be part of the show by going to patreon.com slash kind of funny games where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free along with the daily exclusive post show. Some housekeeping for you. Uh, PS I love you. XOXO is recording live after kind of funny games daily here on Twitch. You can catch it on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or podcast services later. Uh, we're also doing a huge predator hunting ground stream tomorrow catch us playing for four hours uh starting at 1 p.m pacific uh, on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games still playing that uh greg and the boys are yeah okay greg. When, when greg likes the game he just gets in you know you never I mean? know what he's gonna he do just, he just won't stop he's unstoppable Fair enough. Fair um, enough. thank you to our patreon producers muhammad muhammad tom bach and black jack you guys are making the show happen. We appreciate you. And speaking of making the show happen, uh, we heard that some of you guys uh, were saying that the code that we mentioned for Bespoke Post a couple weeks back wasn't working. Uh, so they updated it. It's been fixed. So you can go to boxofawesome.com and enter code GAMES at checkout to help support the show and get 20% off your order. So again, thank you. Bespoke reached out to us. was like, oh, man, we messed up. So you guys reached out to us. They reached out to us to fix it. Boxofawesome.com games to check out uh today we're brought to you by we have cool friends but we'll tell you about that later for now let's begin with what is and forever will be the roper report tim the world may suck but the video game news today does not we got a bumper day of news a plethora of of great news, I would say. I don't, I don't think we have a veritable any... smorgasbord. Yes, and I don't think any of, of it's bad game news. news. I think it's all it's all ranges from good to fantastic. Thank um, goodness. Let's start off with this one, Kev. If you can even bring up this tweet, there's a lot of tweets I want to bring up today. Uh, Xbox puts out this is the tweet: Xbox Series X four ninety nine, Xbox Series S two ninety nine. Release date November tenth. Pre order starts September twenty second. All the info you need to know right there. Like that really is as 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 concise a tweet as necessary to just get the facts out there, Gary, and just be like, this yep. is it. The chicken game is over. We have, we're doing it. It's happening. Next gen is officially launching November 10th. It's the, it's the news that everyone obviously was waiting for. I think it was right at the point where everyone was starting to get a bit antsy. Like, come on, just give us the price and release date already. Now that it's out there, yeah, great. I think we're all glad to have the final confirmation. But that's all it really is, Tim, confirmation. Let, let's be honest. Is there anything about this pricing or this date that surprises you? It's pretty like this was pretty much widely guessed that it would of course it was going to be in this area early November, of course, in time for the big Black Friday and the shopping season. And the prices are pretty much, you know, in line with what people expected to see as well, right? So I think you're right about that, but I do think that uh to look at this. From a slightly different perspective, I think that while it might not be a surprise, this is great news. It could have been worse, and it wouldn't have been a surprise. These did you the- seriously think it was going to be much more than 500, did you, for the X? I, I think the Series X very well could have been 600, like with mm. how beefy the thing is, and especially with the Series X being as cheap as it is. Uh, I think this is uh, on the aggressive the side S, right? of, of the S being as cheap as it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, bl- bl- blame Microsoft for that. Kevin, we're all confused with the naming convention. And it's not X, confusing. Even, Everyone even needs to Tim, like Tim, 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 you, 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 what the hell's confusing? Tim, about you just misspoke. I'm, you said Series X right now. I think it just. I think I just slurred on it. Well, okay, I yeah, because S he, and X they they sound like But that's what like Gary's talking about. Like that they sound like. So you thought you said X, but it sounded to me like you said X. Wait, no, I, said I mean, okay, I think fine. Uh, I think it doesn't think, matter. We know what I we're think, talking about. When we go to I buy think, this thing, we know what we're buying. When there, Kevin's there's a just trying, price, he's, just, he's just being Kevin. Just, just, just ignore him. He's in a mood today. I know he's trying to do a thing. What? He's trying to, he's trying to Kevin. What? He's trying to Kevin all over everything. Uh, come on, Kevin's the verb God, now. He's trying all. to Kevin it out. Oh yeah. Um. Look, okay. So, I, I, I myself and and many others, you know, kind of guessed four ninety nine a while ago. Like that seemed like the right the sensible price again nothing nothing shocking about the release date as well again it's just nice to have a specific day you know it was, it was gonna it was of course it was gonna be in that range of course it was gonna be early november we all pretty much knew that the series s i think in- interestingly um tim even though it's the less powerful less sexy machine 
it is the one that I think is generating the most headlines right now. A because like it's no like you know, we're fine. You know, we already basically knew about the Series X, Series S. Like although we knew it was coming, we didn't really know exactly what it was. Now we've seen it. We've got a price. We've got specs. Like there's a lot more new new information on the S, and now people are able to kind of look at and analyze xbox's entire offering this holiday right which is this two-tiered offering of like here's the series x for the premium gamer that compares about um you know 4k and has got a lot of money to burn but here's the series s which is maybe the more mainstream offering you know for gamers that are on more of a budget still very high powered like unless you care about 4k this system's going to do the job and i think it's a very a very smart strategy what do you think oh i think it's 10 out of 10 i think that they absolutely nailed this front to back and i I think that uh my point being of this tweet i think that all the news here is the best case scenario of what these things could be release date november 10th that's earlier than most of us expected like we were still i mean not by much but we were probably putting it around like a week later than that right especially with assassin's creed having uh its release date up until it being changed spoilers for right. future stories right. today right. Uh, a week later so in november 10th it's like oh that's earlier than i expected and series s at 299 it's like i've been predicting it was going to be a lot cheaper i thought it was going to be coming in at uh google chromecast type prices of like sub hundred dollars but um i also was expecting that based on a product that this clearly isn't this i mean that is, would have to be that would have been a cloud streaming box and, and that's that what way. i that's what i was saying that it would be this is a full-on next-gen console and everything that you just said they are offering um exactly what they should be right here which is something for the high end and something for hey you're gonna get in the next gen and it's not a low-end version it is like they're treating the series s as if it is what next gen is uh, just like this gen we had xbox one s and one x where both of them were next gen uh the one x is just if you want the most powerful thing ever so i I, so this is all very new i just woke up to this this morning and i haven't had a lot of time to kind of digest it maybe you can uh explain this to me tim if you've had a chance to do some more reading how does the series s compare to the one x that it is basically replacing it's more powerful in some regards right this is not just a rebranded one x there's more going on here it is, it is very much a – it's more similar to the Series X than it is to the Series S. We'll get into right. all of the details. I want to I want to read the entire entire okay. blog post there because there, there's a lot of info that they're giving here, and it says – it reveals a lot about what Xbox strategy is, and I just think, again, knocked it out of the park here. Yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, this comes from the Xbox blog. On November 10th, a new generation of console gaming begins. That's when our vision becomes reality with the most performant, immersive, and compatible next-generation console gaming experiences and the freedom to play your games with your friends anytime, anywhere to empower you more than ever to jump into the next generation of gaming. Today, we confirmed Xbox Series X, our most powerful console ever made, and Xbox Series S, next-generation performance in our smallest console ever built at a more affordable price, launches globally November 10th, pre-order start September 22nd. Again, very clear information. Everything you need to know is right there. You know, when pre-orders are starting, that's ample time to to get everything in. The doom and gloom of everybody talking about like, oh, they can't wait too long for the dates. It's over. Here we go. Uh The expansion of Xbox All Access to 12 countries, offering you a next-generation Xbox and 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate starting at $24.99 a month with no upfront costs. That's the hook, line, and sinker, Gary. Uh, A note that I I put down here is the headline of the entire uh, article that they have there. So the tweet focuses on the $299, $499 dates. When you go into the more information, the big, bold headline doesn't mention any of that. What it says is Xbox Series S and Xbox Series X launch November 10th, starting at $24.99 a month with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play. That's the statement. That is an offer. That's that's an offer that is hard to refuse, Tim. Oh my God, that's insane! And I bet you that going into this holiday, that twenty four ninety nine, that's the number they're talking about. They're not pushing the retail price. They're pushing twenty five bucks a month gets you in to this Xbox ecosystem that we've been building for the last couple years. This is the entire plan coming to fruition, and it's a beautiful thing to see. You got to remember, Tim, I don't know how much this factors into their plans, but especially this year, you know, know, this is not really the best year to be launching a next-gen console. The economy's in the toilet. There's there's probably not going to be a ton of disposable income floating around this holiday season. What what but what a what a great way to address that though with a lower priced console and 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 you know a way to a way to get in like for twenty five bucks and you're in like I mean that's pretty amazing. 
And and so I mean, God, there's so much to talk about. So we're going to be jumping around a lot here. But I'm just looking at this, and like they're talking about this. You get uh, the 24 months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which at this point comes with X Cloud, Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass for PC and Xbox, and now EA Play. Right. So you're getting all of that stuff, which, as we yeah, already know, includes that's crazy. every first party title that Xbox ever puts out. If you're you go back and look at the system. If you go back and look at X, uh, Xcast, I've said before, you know, we've talked a lot about how like Microsoft is really, you know, rallying around Game Pass as like the, basically the centerpiece of their of their strategy. And I've said before, if that's going to be the case, like as much as you can afford to double down on that, be as aggressive as possible with how much Game Pass you can bundle in with the system at launch. And I got to say, they exceeded what I thought they were going to be able to do. Like that oh. 24 months, come on. Absolutely. And, and so with that, also, it's now expanding to 12 countries. Like, that's pretty substantial. So all of this is now offering people for $25 a month an entry point into next gen with the Series S and all this stuff. Can you imagine, Gary, if we could live in a world, and there's a couple asterisks here, but live in a world where this also launches with Halo Infinite, and if Halo Infinite was fantastic, like, that I mean, would have been like, oh, wow. I, 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 you know, obviously that would, that would be incredible. We don't live in that world, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that this, um, uh, over just my overall sense of this is that this th today, like, I, I, I I'm gonna, this is going to sound uh, hyperbolic, I'm sure. Um, and you know me, I'm not like a big platform warrior. Yeah, I slightly prefer the Xbox. Yeah, I'm on the Xcast, but you know me, I like games on all systems. I'm not like a tribal, you know, platform warrior. I don't, I don't really have a lot of time for the console wars. But sitting here in my capacity as someone who's looking at this stuff and trying to analyze it. I think Microsoft has thrown down like a fucking epic gauntlet today and totally reset like the constant, the, you know, the next gen console wars narrative. Everyone's looking at this now. If I, if I were at Sony seeing this news coming out, I would not be a happy person. I'd be like, what the fuck? Because See, I disagree like, with this, that. Unless PlayStation 5 has got like a PS5 junior up their sleeve that we don't know about that can compete on price for all the people out there for whom price is the prime concern and that's a lot of people what's sony going to do that like the cheapest thing they're going to have is the discless ps5 you think that's going to be 299 it ain't so microsoft is going to go into the holiday season with a massive massive leg up like in in terms of like competitiveness on price like sony's not going to be able to compete with this the way I look at it, though, is and and I, I said this when we first saw the the last Xbox, the, the blowout of the Xbox Series X that happened with the, the Halo Infinite gameplay and all that stuff. The moment that ended, I was just like, it is clear to me that Xbox is no longer playing the same game that Sony is. And no. this is a, a choice that Nintendo made a couple generations ago where they were no longer like when they went to the Wii and Xbox and PlayStation went HD. That was a choice to splinter off. We now have three splinters. I don't see these as competition. And Phil's been saying that forever, and it's easy for us as pundits to look at that and be like, well, of course you're saying it when you're number two. Like, of course you're going to, like, try to, like, build your own path. I truly think they're building their own path. And I don't think PlayStation has anything to worry about with this. PlayStation's doing their own thing, and they're going to massively destroy. And I think that PS5 is going to be a repeat of PS4, and it's going to work out for them, and that's all that matters for them and for Sony fans because right, it's going right. to be great. They're going to have their first-party titles. They already have their first-party titles lined up. We know about so many of them. We can also assume so many more. They're totally fine. I don't think they're worried about anything. They're going to sell out this holiday season. It's going to be fine. This is the best news Xbox could ever have. They are about to kill, too. They are about to have yeah. their own line that they are running and there's no one blocking them and i think that that is the best place that games can be is having nintendo microsoft and sony all doing something different that is all great for gamers and i think that every single bit that they're doing here is giving the xbox ecosystem that we've talked about for so long the best chance to succeed for the most amount of people possible and i love it i think it's it's fantastic let's keep going no, on it's here. great I, I, I just want to make this additional point. Like, I think we have to kind of really re, to like totally recalibrate out now that we know what these systems are and like, you know, they've, they've shown us everything. We have to kind of recalibrate our thinking. We had primarily been thinking like as Xbox Series X, I have to really have to like enunciate that now. So we don't get confused. X um, is, it was, was the prime offering. And then, but there was this other like weird, cheaper thing kind of in the background that we didn't know too much about. Now that they're out there and we know the specs and we know the price and we know that Series S 
Like this is not a compromised system. This is a true next gen system based on the spec. So Microsoft is saying Microsoft Microsoft is now saying, hey, do you want to get in on the next gen like in a true way without compromising on specs? Um, you know, for 300 bucks, we got you. Sony can't make that offering. And so I think that it, it seems pretty clear to me at this point, Series S will be the biggest seller this year. I think Series S actually now emerges as Microsoft's main next-gen offering this season. And and Series X going forward is, is kind of like, and also for like the super hardcore, we've got like the elite model. But I don't think it's as, as the Series X is like the big launch this season, this holiday anymore. I think of that now as the Series S with the Series X aimed at like, you know, kind of the more elite gamers, like the maybe like the top 10%, 20% maybe. But they're gonna they're gonna the, the Series S will be the will be the big seller this holiday, I think. It doesn't matter. That's the that, that's the whole point of this is we're talking about the S and X right now. In a year, we're not gonna. We're gonna talk about the Xbox. And it doesn't matter if you have an S or an X. That will always be a qualifier of when we're talking about a game. Oh, what'd you play it on when we're talking about performance? Oh, I played it on an X or I played it on an right. S. Right. Right. In the same way that right now we're like, oh, I played it on a PS4 Pro and blessings like, oh, I played it on a PS4 or whatever it is. Right. It's like that's going to be the conversation. It's going to be normalized. It's going to be fine. When we say PS4 right now, that can mean either pro or normal. And no one cares. It's going to be Xbox and it doesn't matter where you're playing. And Xbox has been building that for four years now. It doesn't matter where you're playing, but it matters as part of Microsoft's strategy because now they can get people into their ecosystem and onto the Xbox platform at a much cheaper price. And again, let's not forget how compelling price is for, you know, there's always going to be the head cases like you and me, Tim, who will pay whatever to get in at the top level, right? We'll, we'll, we'll pay through the nose for the Series X and, uh, you know, all the pro level systems. But most, but most people aren't like us. Most people are more concerned about how much they're going to spend. They aren't necessarily concerned about having the most elite level tech specs. They just want a, a system that is like good enough. And Series S is more than good enough. I, I'll, I, I will make a prediction that come January, Microsoft will be bragging that Series S was the top-selling next-gen system this holiday because I think the Series S will outsell the PS5 this holiday. And the chat's going to go shit its pants now, and that's fine. They can go do what chat does, but that's my prediction. I think it's going to be real interesting because there is a chance that the Switch outsells all of them. Oh, and I mean, mean, again, Nintendo's like it's a whole other thing. With super with the with the Mario Brothers stuff in the bank and the other things, and they might still have even more up their sleeve. Uh, prior, you know, prior to you know, it's still a ways to go before November when you know everything has to be out. Um, who knows? But yeah, if we're just thinking about like the the, the classic traditional Xbox versus Sony uh, console wars, I I think Series S is potentially like the biggest game changer in a long time. Just just in terms of being able, for the first time being able to say to um, uh, consumers. Here's a true next-gen system at a price that comparatively, when you look at what else is out there, the Series X and whatever Sony's going to charge, because the, the PlayStation 5 is going to be roughly the same price, may, maybe 50 bucks cheaper for the discless version or whatever. But like the best-case scenario, Microsoft, you know, think about it this way. On the last generation, Microsoft really struggled because they were a $100 price disadvantage because that stupid-ass Kinect that they insisted on launching with. And Sony, on price, killed them for the first half of that generation. Now there is the potential for the reverse of that narrative because Sony, there's no way, unless, unless, again, unless Sony's got like a PS5 Lite that they that they haven't announced yet, they can't possibly compete with this on price with the PS5 hardware. So Microsoft has basically already won like the the pricing, the, the value argument uh, for this holiday. And that is a massive, massive segment of the audience for whom that's the main thing that they want. Hey, I want to get in on next gen, but I'm not willing to, to, to pay crazy money. Microsoft's like, we got you. We got we got something for you. Sony doesn't have that uh, at this point. So, but, but what I, Sony I does very have is very a true interesting next gen experience. A, a yeah. commitment to next gen, a real next generation that is only available on next generation. And I think that that's going to go a very long way. And again, that's to to reiterate what I'm saying. Like there, there's now three separate roads that we're going down. And like I don't think that it's a, a relevant stat to even talk about the this holiday sales of the the next-gen Xbox versus PlayStation. PlayStation's going to outsell it by the end of the generation. I guarantee PS5 outsells the Xbox next-gen. I don't think that's the stats Xbox is talking about. They're going to be talking about Game Pass. They're going to be talking about how many millions of users are on Game Pass. And that's great. We can have two winners. We can have three winners next-gen. And if Xbox keeps this up, I think that we very much will. I think that in the traditional sense, Sony will still win. But... Xbox is going to be in a much better place than they are currently 
Um, and I think that it, it, I think the console wars are going to drastically change. And to be able to, to, to pit one thing against the other is it's almost going to be as foolish as talking about Nintendo versus PlayStation and Xbox because they're playing different games and both of them are winning. And that's and 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 that's going to be really interesting. And you know, I'm not terribly interested in the horse race either. Like, who sold more of this or that? I ju- I just want like a really, you know, healthy competitive marketplace between all of the competitors because you know that that's good for for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Microsoft has struggled this past generation. They made you know they they really struggled with the first half of the Xbox One X because it was a deeply flawed launch strategy. They they clawed some of it back, but they've been playing catch up. I do think this totally resets the narrative, and I think the next generation is now going to be more competitive. You're right that I think Microsoft has a fundamentally different strategy, which is just about getting people onto their platform. They don't care how, you know, which way you come in, even through PC. I think Game Pass is a PC product as well, through Series X, through Series yep. um, S. You know, uh, get, yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, X Cloud. There's all these different ways in, um, and I think that's I I I, I think you're going to see I think much more parity. Uh, between Xbox and uh, PlayStation uh, in this next generation. And again, that's just, the, the only reason I mention it. It's not because I'm like, you know, I'm looking, I'm not looking at this from like a Michael Pack to like analyzing the business. I just want a situation that's good for gamers. And the, and the closer the competition, the healthier the competition, the more differences there, there is in the two strategies, the more choice there is and the, and the, and the better it is for all of us. So I, I you know, I'm very excited about um, this news. And I, again, I think a lot of people out there for whom price is a concern, this series S, like a lot of people are going to start sitting up and taking notice. Absolutely. Uh, going on, because there's still a, a whole lot more in this one blog post. Um, that's all with no upfront costs and a low monthly price. Uh, Xbox Series S will be available starting from $25 a month, and Xbox Series X will be available with $35 a month. So even if you want the more powerful one, $35 a month ain't bad. That's a couple. That's a normal subscription services that you that people do. Maybe maybe more than just a Netflix, but like, yeah. you know, you cut out Netflix and, and HBO, and boom, you can get an Xbox Series X with Game Pass, with an EA Play, with all of this shit. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Um, and speaking of EA Play, this this is such a crazy announcement that they're just kind of like shoehorning into this big news uh, to provide even more value. We're teaming up with EA to provide Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC members with an EA Play membership at no additional cost. Uh, this means Xbox or this means Ultimate members can enjoy EA Play on Xbox One, Series X, Series S, Windows 10 PCs and Game Pass for PC members. Get all of it. They get all of it. And that's the, the other thing we're not even talking about. We're talking about like the, the, the cheap people. If you have an Xbox One, you're already there. <laughs> You're already in this. Um, in addition to the 100-plus games in the Xbox Game Pass library, Ultimate and PC members will be able to play more than 60 of EA's biggest and best console games. Game Pass has now just rapidly expanded to have so many more games. That's insane. Games like FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, Need for Speed Heat, Battlefield, Mass Effect games, Skate games, Sims games. Like They're all just going to be on Game Pass now. Um, it also provides free trials of up to 10 hours for brand new games that are not currently part of the membership. So when a new EA game comes out, like FIFA 21, you get to play it for up to 10 hours. If you, you have Game think, Pass. <laughs> do you think, Tim, overall, that Sony... Look, look, Looking now at what... BM were to finally step back and look at what Microsoft has done and has, is doing with this next generation. Do you think Sony missed an opportunity not doing something similar? Should there have been a Series S-type version of the PlayStation Five that could have been as competitive on price because, like you, like you said, right now they have a, that that lower that lower value or that lower budget lane that the Series S occupies. Like you said, Sony does not have any kind of competitor in that channel right now. Should they, say, should they have had one? Absolutely not. I think that PlayStation believes in the next gen, and I want to play Last of Us Three on a crazy ass optimized system that makes me go wow. This is only possible on PlayStation because this game is being made from the ground up for this system. And that's why I'm investing in Sony. They've proven to me time and time and time and time and time again now that their first-party exclusives matter and that they believe in them and that they're going to be the best experiences you can possibly play. You don't get that when you add a super cheap version and when you invest in all of this other stuff. There's It's quantity versus quality. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the quality doesn't also have quality quantity quality you know what i mean on wait, are you, wait are you suggesting that series x games won't or can't be as good as playstation 5 games because they also have to build them with the lower spec models in mind rather than just targeting one high-end spec 
what I'm saying is that I understand the the statement of like the facts are well, like oh, that's not how it works. PCs have done it for years. I'll believe it when I see it that Xbox comes out with exclusive titles to it that rival the quality of the exclusive titles on PlayStation. And I'm just saying this based off of the last 10 years of what we've seen. But I think that PlayStation's doubling down on a commitment of our first party titles mean more than anything else. And Xbox is more, hey, we're the best fucking value possible. I mean, like you said, it's 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 two different, two very different uh, arguments. And Sony is going to have to make a different argument because they can no longer make the value argument. Microsoft has blown that out of the water with with this with this Series S offering, and so so Sony now just has to double down on like the high tier champagne and caviar argument of like, hey, we're not the cheapest, but we are the best. And and but they're going to have to make that argument of why they're the best. I don't know if a handful of first party titles is and 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 maybe like a minor because there's not going to be any two years from now when digital foundry is looking at playstation 5 you know call of duty and 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 series x call of duty you're not going to be able to tell that there's there's still not going to be any discernible difference or like the top first party games on playstation 5 and the top first party games on series x are gonna look basically the same so i don't know if there's really that much daylight to be found in that argument i i don't know that that's true like, I mean, I think like, that even if it's not like on the technical level, I just think of even just how impressive the actual game is and like what the game's trying to be. I mean, look at what so far the Xbox exclusive titles are going to be. It's like, sure, grounded's neat, but like compare that to Ghost of Tsushima. And if you're like, oh, well, that's unfair, it's like, okay, well, then what else would you put up against Ghost of Tsushima? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's just a di- totally different ball game of, of, of where they're going. And an interesting thing I want to bring up is the word value. Like, Value doesn't necessarily just mean uh, what's the cheapest thing you can possibly have to get the most stuff, right? Like, I think that there is I'm, a I'm, value. I'm, I mean, that is literally what value means, though. But 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 value can also mean what's the value of some of the best games ever made, which is the PlayStation's first-party lineup. And the value of that is a higher price. So it's like... Yeah, does, does that and and, so and, like, and and the market's going to split along those lines. PlayStation 5 is going to play more for people, play more into the argument for people that are willing to pay the most to get, and again, this is very um, subjective, the best stuff. And I agree with you. I think that when it comes to first-party exclusives, Sony has an edge. I think Sony has better first-party exclusives than uh, Microsoft, especially now, you know, with Halo, you know, having all the troubles uh, that it's having. I agree. Spider-Man, Tsushima, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Uncharted, uh, Last of Us. Microsoft doesn't. I I can't rattle off a list as long as uh, and as impressive as that on the on the Microsoft side. Halo, Forza, Gears of War, and and then I kind of start to run out. You know, and there are. I mean, there are other others that I'm not thinking about. But yeah, on on. So again, it's going to come down to like what 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 is the more compelling edge? Better first party stable or or you know value for money and you know you're not having to spend as much to get in plus the game pass thing i don't know that it's it's because they're not like for like it's hard to separate it's hard to figure out which is the more compelling offering it's going to come down to each individual consumer everyone 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 makes the choice based on their own unique variables like price is important to me or first parties or power is important to me whatever it's going to be different for everyone but so it's kind of hard to look at it holistically we won't really know until like several years from now when the dust has settled because we've never been in a situation like this when the two strategically the two offerings are so very different I, to me i look at it and i like i think that both the playstation and the xbox currently going into next gen are both amazing values they're offering different values to different people but we have that choice and there's people like us that are probably going to do both and it's like i i think that this is the most exciting next gen we have ever had because all of a sudden it is clear that they're focusing on different things. And I think when you're focusing on something, it's going to get done better than uh, anyone else is doing it. If PlayStation were to try to do all this, oh yeah, we're also going to add a whole bunch of value stuff. It'd be half-assed. We are now so deep into this Game Pass situation that they've added EA Play. They're gobbling up other people's services to add even more value. That is the type of shit. That's the value there of the of the Xbox to continue on because there's still more here because we haven't even gotten to the real spec sheet stuff. Kev, if you can bring up the spec sheet of uh, the the Series S, it's at the I highlighted it. I'm on it. Thank you. Um, the Xbox Series S is designed around the same technology that will make these games and so many others look and feel incredible. 
In speaking to game developers, we identified the areas that are most difficult to scale effectively, including the CPU and I.O., and made it easy to include Xbox Series S for developers who are targeting their experiences for Xbox Series X. Powered by the Xbox Velocity architecture, you can expect the same benefits from Xbox Series S, such as faster load times and quick resume. Xbox Series S also supports all the same next-gen features, including HDMI 2.1, frame rates up to 120 frames per second, direct X ray tracing, and variable rate shading. It will also support spatial sound, including Dolby Atmos, Dolby Vision via streaming media apps. Uh, plus, Dolby Vision support for gaming will come first to our next-gen Xbox consoles in 2021. And, of course, the new Xbox consoles are also the only next-gen backwards-compatible consoles that allow you to play thousands of games from four generations better than ever before. Uh, and empower you to play with friends wherever you want across your console, PC, and mobile device. If this doesn't sell you on an Xbox, you're not in the audience for an Xbox. Like this is 10 out of 10. How you fucking do this? How no, it's it's very it's very impressive. Thing. And the argument was made in the last two days as this story has begun. You know, because as, as as of course you know, Tim, the official announcement was made uh, this morning, but that was because that like, stuff started to kind of leak. Things got very leaky over at Microsoft, so they 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 probably weren't planning to launch uh, this news today. But because of the leaks, they, they had to cut. They had to they had to rush it out. And then, but now now here we are. We see everything. And Patrick Klepek, uh made the point, and I've seen some articles about this. It's it's a very good point that um, the, the the whole the whole difference between Series S and Series X is basically do you care about 4K? That's the difference. If you're playing games at 1080p, the Series S is going to do the job more than well enough. If you want to play games in 4K, then yeah, you want the Series X. But the point that Patrick was making, I agree, is like most people still don't care about 4K. Most people have 1080p TV still, even though 4K is now basically the the, the default when you go to Best Buy or Target, whatever, to buy a TV. Most people Question don't that. care about 4K. I, I, I'm not, okay, I don't question the most people don't care about 4K thing. What I do question is the the stats about the most people have 1080p TVs. I think that that stat is wildly misleading when we're not taking into account that we're talking about gamers. I think that that, that, that stat would be very different. And and still, I, I think that it would probably still skew that there's more 1080p than 4K, but I don't think that it is as drastic of a, a gap as people make it out to be. And it's the same thing with the whole digital uh conversation about internet and stuff it's like cool a lot of places don't have great internet that doesn't stop games from selling extremely well digitally and uh that number just getting larger and larger every year yeah oh the, um, and, and and lots of i mean like there's also interesting little side 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 arguments the other point is like if you're a streamer the series s is going to be the one you're probably going to want to get because until the streaming technology changes you can't even stream it maybe in the next within the course of the next generation you'll be able to but right now on twitch 1080p is the max you can stream stream out at so why you know, what's what would be there's no point in in running games in 4k on your uh if you're a twitch streamer because no one's going to see the benefit of that anyway so if you're looking to get into to streaming xbox games and streaming is what you want to do Series S is actually going to be the better option for you because the, the rest of that overhead is just a waste of money. Um, and again, that's that's again that's a niche part of the market. But when it comes to gamers, that's 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 a big deal. We don't know all the numbers, but I do think the I, I think if it does break down on the lines of listen, if you want next gen but you don't care about 4K, the Series S is 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 gonna do it for you. It's more it's more than you need. But if you really if that if you have that 4K TV, if you've got if you've got that crazy Gary Witter, Tim Gettys, you know, set up in your house, and you've got to have the best of the best. Then yeah, the Series X. I'm I'm just saying, with we you have to remember, Tim. We live in a bubble. We're in the minority. The high the high end gamers who will spend every penny of their disposable income on the best version of the machine. That's our world, but it's not the reality for most people. And if you're but, looking to sell a lot of boxes, that's why the Series S is compelling because absolutely. most people are going to find that the better option. But that's why, to me, I think Xbox is totally nailing this. Is like it doesn't matter that we're the minority. They're giving us an option. I think right. they're just nailing it. They're giving everyone the options they need. It's like but that, they're looking but at it and they're like, but that's hey, Tim and Gary, saying. you get the X. Hey, majority of other people, you get the S. Hey, people that really just want to be part of this, you already get an Xbox One. Play but that's, but that's why I'm saying that Microsoft now has the better overall offering because they they they, they are appealing to people of all uh, demographics and 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 price you know range availability. Like some people don't have 500 bucks. Or four hundred and fifty bucks, or maybe I'm, I'm guessing the cheapest the discless PlayStation Five will come in is four hundred. I think even that's high. Yeah. Um, that's the lowest it can possibly be. I think it's going to be closer to five, 
and and the series and the and the and the full on the jumbo PlayStation Five with the disc drive may even be more than five. I think there's a good chance it will be. We'll see. But the the point I'm making is Sony now don't can't make that same argument. They can't say, "Hey, we've got something for everyone." They're going to say, "We've got something for high end gamers that are willing to spend a lot of money on a console." But that's not everyone. I think that argument is extremely powerful. (laughs) It's like it's a different argument. It's a different proposition of value, but it's still an amazing value of yeah you're playing paying more you're about to get a fucking dope experience that you can only get here like that is a premium that it that is so worth it and again i'm excited about this and i, and I think that both both groups are doing something really really interesting and, and good uh moving on to the next news story that is, is tied into this we have two quick ones uh gears tactics is coming to console at xbox series s and x launch um the tweet comes from gears of war who quote tweeted the Xbox Series X news and said an even bigger news, Gears Tactics comes to console on November 10th. Uh, the game currently has an 80 on Metacritic for the PC version. So that's cool. Starting to see the launch lineup kind of form uh, up a little bit. And then moving on to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Also gets its release date pushed up a week. Assassin's Creed tweeted, Assassin's Creed Valhalla launches with Xbox Series X and S on November 10th, 2020. Build the legend of a Viking Raider on any console. Upgrade from Xbox One to Series X at no additional cost. Upgrade to Xbox Series S is also no So that's now a cost. launch day title. That's officially mm-hmm. a launch day one title for Xbox. Yeah. So, that, so the big question now, when does PS4 launch? Well, that was going to be my next question. Like, so Sony now has to, you know, like the, the Xbox has laid it down. They can't, Sony's basically got you know, to stand there with its dick in its hand right now until it, you know, matches it and says, okay, but here's what we've got. And again, it's going to be a different offering because we know they don't have the lower end offering. Their lower end offering is still the full fat experience just without a disc drive. That's not going to shave that much off. Um, uh, and they're, and look, they're, they're, their date's going to be in the same window. It could be the same day. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll beat him to the punch by like a week. Maybe so they'll say like November third or something. But it's mm-hmm. going to be in that first. I'll, I'll, I'll stake my reputation on it because you know it's not worth anything. So I'm always having to throw it on the <laughs> throw it on the table. Um, it's it's it's, it's going to be in the first two weeks of November because that's when you have to do it. Like you know mm-hmm. that's why I don't think this this the release date news is particularly exciting because it didn't surprise everyone. It's not again. It's nice to know the specific date, but no one's like wow. Like it's like okay, yeah, sure. Like we knew it was going to be in that window. Now we know the date, but it's a confirmation rather than a reveal. Do you know but what again, I mean? Going back to what I was saying earlier is like it's a confirmation of the best case scenario. We now it's com- we now know it's coming before Cyberpunk. There could have been a week where Cyberpunk was out and we had to wait. You know what oh I my mean? God, what, my, what a week, dude! Fuck that. No, the longest week of your life, Tim. It's like th- that. That's the thing is like with with this stuff for the people that are getting these consoles day one. It's like they want the experience. They want the thing that they've been waiting right. for. And it's like right. I think November tenth is a is is earlier than it could have been, which is fantastic. So Tim, make make I want you on the record. Make the prediction. Give me the two prices and the date that Sony is ne- inevitably going to have to drop in the next week or two. Uh, What's man. it going to be? What's Sony going to come in with? I don't know, man. It's 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 rough. It's real rough. I imagine at this point it's going to be four and five. You think you you think the you think the discless could be as low as four? Ah, uh, if I mean maybe four fifty five. I'm thinking four fifty and five. Yeah, because I think a hundred, unless they're really ready to take a loss, and I just don't. A, a big thing I keep saying is once you put a number out there, you can't raise it. You can always lower it, but you can't Correct. raise it. Correct. And I think that PlayStation's gearing up for a fucking amazing generation. They can start high, get people in. And again, this is some shady fucking business shit, but people are going to buy this thing. It's going to sell out. So why not put it at a, a, a price that you can lower later? So I don't know. I, I mean, wouldn't be surprised you know, if it comes I out mean, I mean, Sony's got, you know... As I've said, I, I don't know how much they care, but like, you know, $5.99 is kind of a bogey price for Sony. Do they really want to bring those memes back? I don't think so, you know? And Doesn't so, matter if it's selling. Yeah, I mean, and again, like this is the kind of stuff that amuses us, but like probably doesn't move the needle. Like, you know, Sony's probably going, oh, so, oh, oh there are some memes. Who gives a fuck? We're making millions and fuck? millions we got of dollars. Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to make, so it'll, it'll be, my guess is that Sony might, might now release it early maybe they'll say like oh we you know but we'll be first to market or whatever for that maybe that'll make a difference for people that have to have the next gen system as soon as possible and they'll say well we, you can get it before microsoft 
Um, but yeah, I think I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna say four fifty and five. Clip I think it. that's the safest bet. PlayStation Two came out on October twenty sixth, so hey, maybe we'll get a late October release for this thing. Um, moving on, I want to tell you about our sponsor and our sponsor is we have cool friends it's our show uh we have cool friends is our weekly podcast we'd love you to subscribe to on the podcast service of your choice every week one of the kind of funny members usually greg miller because he's so good at interviews sits down with someone they find fascinating and talks about whatever cool thing that person is up to this week star of the boys which if you're not watching the boys you got to check it out it's so awesome season two so far of what i watched fantastic um star of the boys jack quaid comes to the show you can get your questions in quaid. on patreon.com exactly Gary. so that's exactly. a different quaid but you know yeah, but you still know. he gets it a lot i'm sure uh, get your questions in on patreon.com sorry i'm, I'm going down a completely funny. different road you're, you're nick scarpinoing this right now and that's an embarrassing <laughs> thing for you gary uh but last week we had nathan drake himself nolan north on the week before that mulan's jimmy wong and before that avenger stars troy baker and sandra sod uh it's a great show it really needs your support go over to kindoffunny.com slash whcf and subscribe on your podcast service of choice we appreciate you um let's get to the next news story Nintendo boosts Switch production by another 20% and some fun 4K rumors. This comes from Takashi Mochizuki at Bloomberg. Nintendo has asked its assembly partners to increase production of its Switch gaming console again, raising its goal to as much as 30 million units for this fiscal year, according to people familiar with its strategy. The Japanese games maker has been struggling to keep up with Switch demand for most of this year, boosted by the runaway success of Animal Crossing thanks to the hit show Animal Talking and the coronavirus pandemic lifting gaming demand. Uh, some of that was Tim editorializing. At the time. I appreciate that. Thanks, Tim. I can guess it, what part. <laughs> it had raised production orders to 25 million units in early August, but that has proven insufficient, and assemblers are now operating factories at 120%. Uh, the people said, asking to remain anonymous because the targets are private. Nintendo shares, uh, Nintendo shares reversed losses Wednesday to gain as much as 2.3% after the report. The introduction of a more affordable Switch Lite variant in late 2019 helped broaden the machine's potential audience, and Nintendo is making preparations for an upgraded Switch model and beefed-up games lineup for 2021. Bloomberg News has reported that uh, several outside game developers, speaking anonymously as the issue is private, said that Nintendo has asked them to make their games 4K ready, suggesting a resolution upgrade is on the way. I am so excited about this, Gary. I hate how Nintendo games look on my TVs. It is very sad. Uh, our data suggests that Switch hasn't fulfilled demand yet. Uh, uh, industry tracker of Famitsu Group said Switch sales are likely to gain further momentum at the year end. And that's even with next gen. I don't. I don't have like the whole fucking AMC, you know, Dolby Cinema experience that you got going on over there, Tim. Uh, but I got a sixty-five inch four K TV. It's pretty good, and I got to say, Switch games look damn good on it. I don't. It, it doesn't feel no, to me don't. the same way it did during the Wii generation when I was like, why do these games still look low def? You know, compared to you know what the PlayStation Three and the Xbox Three Sixty are doing. Like that frustrated me that I love playing Super Mario Galaxy, but it clearly was like, uh, you know, a standard definition game as opposed to the high definition games I'm playing on other consoles. Yeah, Switch games don't look as good, but like Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, you know, Animal Crossing, these games, they, they look damn good. They're not in 4K, but to me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm losing a whole lot by not gaming um, in 4K on the but Switch, Gary, even on a big screen. You're playing on the, the LG OLED, right? Correct. You're insane. It looks like garbage compared to no, other games, no, man. No, no. You, oh my you, god! I mean, Everything yep, looks. You smush. are you are the most elite elitist form of gamer, Tim. No, I'm, like, I'm a Nintendo are, fan. I'm look a Nintendo at the, fan. Penny, Tim, look, turn around and look uh, at the room that you're in. Trust me, I understand. I understand, but that's not an excuse for these games. Just like <laughs> looking the way they do, and I understand what we're where we're at. I understand <laughs> that I'm playing a sub 1080p game on a 4k tv or whatever it is i know that but that's why this news is exciting to me you know again xbox speaks to different uh speaks to the entire range at this point nintendo's always struggled with that and to me a 4k switch is very exciting even if it just means even if it's not fully 4k just any type of resolution boost is going to help that thing so much even just the color profiles of the switch are totally off compared to other games like the menu of the switch 
Gary, I challenge you. Look at the menu of the Switch on your LG OLED. It is not great. Look, I... I, I, I see what I see. I'm not, I'm not a pixel counter. I'm not a guy who's going on digital foundry. I'm not on AVS forums at like three o'clock in the fucking morning complaining about refresh rates or whatever. I see what I see. And I, I, I don't find what's going on on the switch, you know, to be displeasing or somehow like less than even though I look at animal crossing. I look at Mario. I look at Zelda. I look at all, I look at all the little indie titles. My wife's playing spirit fairy right now. It looks great. I'm looking at, you know, what I, I, I see what I see. And I don't feel like I'm I'm, I'm I'm that there's a lot being left on the table in terms of like again with the, when when it was the Wii I was like damn I wish this looked as good as the other consoles, and and again I'm aware of the fact that the Nintendo the, the Switch isn't anywhere near as powerful as the other two, but when I see those graphics up on the screen even on a big LG OLED, I I, I don't feel like I'm having like an inferior experience. By the way, I don't I didn't see the name, but like someone in the chat because I've I against my better judgment, I've got the chat going right now. Jump just just someone so someone just called me a non-gamer that my opinions are invalid. Go fuck yourself. I was I was professionally reviewing video games and working in this in this business before you were even fucking born. <laughs> fuck off. Get fucked, fucking man. tell me I'm a non-gamer. I fucking forgotten more about video games than you know. <laughs> Holy shit that oh shit, fun. Gary, you fucking got him. <laughs> Fuck him. That's right. That was fantastic. Man, I'm salty this morning. Don't, don't get me started this morning, Tim. I literally woke up in hell. Oh, I get it. I get it. I'm right there with you, man. We're, we're, we're burning together. Uh, I, I think you're making some good points about it. I, I think that to, to make my stance clear on the Nintendo thing is it's not like they're unplayable. And it's not like it is like... Uh, to, as it's not like the Wii versus the 360 and PS3, I agree with that. But I do think that every time that I boot my uh, Switch up docked, every single time, I'm always just like, "Oh man, I wish it was just a little bit better." Because it is just enough that I'm just I notice it, and it I, it looks like when you're on a PC and the display resolution set wrong when it's set lower, and you're just like, "Huh, this just looks a little off." Again, not it doesn't drastically change I my mean, experience. Nintendo games have never been about graphical fidelity but well that's the thing nobody can say that that stuff doesn't you you wouldn't prefer that over not that that's why i don't know how much i buy into these switch 4k pro whatever you want to call it rumors there's there's a lot of rumors out there maybe it's true it doesn't necessarily fit though with what nintendo's you know historically their 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 priorities have always been they've never compared that much about competing on specs right they're just happy to do their own thing they're out there doing weird stuff like here's you know motion controls here's a handheld that is that you can also dock to your tv like here's a bunch of weird shit it's never been about oh we have this many teraflops and we just made the argument i I still the majority of gamers don't really care about 4k i think that's probably uh even more true of nintendo gamers who who aren't necessarily the most spec hungry crowd out there they just want the best games and nintendo has the best games and arguably arguably the best experience like you could make the argument overall um if you include specs but also everything else switch is the best experience out there right now because it could do things that no other system can do just by like the nature of what it is um and nintendo clearly can't make enough like they they're, they're selling every single one that they make as soon as they can make it they're ramping up production to meet demand i don't think nintendo's feeling like oh fuck like we're leaving something on the table here so i don't know i i, I guess i wouldn't be surprised if this 4k switch pro thing happens because there's just like a it's in the air supply right now a lot of rumors there's got to be some i guess you know there's no smoke without fire fuck i keep reminding myself what the world looks like out there um <laughs> it's just it's, it's just not historically what they've cared about you know the, the having the having the highest spec system out there yeah and and to be clear with all these rumors i don't think that it's going to be oh you know, it's 4k all games are 4k like look even xbox series s isn't going to do that and that's fine it's just i just think that we need to ha- hit there's a modern level of what hd should mean across the board and i think that switch just isn't up to, up to snuff uh in handheld it's 720p and on, on docked it's not always 1080p we need to be hitting 1080p come on come on uh speaking I, of nintendo news though kev can you please bring up this uh tweet from stealth here okay on it boss man Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so my boy Stealth40K over on Twitter tweets out, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition sales rank moves up 1,543% on Amazon US. Uh, looks like people are checking out the original Hyrule Warriors before checking out the new game. It was at sales rank 4,389. It is now 267. 
So yesterday, Hyrule Warriors, um, I forget the exact name of it, but the the, the war um, that was announced as a new Switch game. And now people are going in droves to buy the original Definitive Edition on Switch. This is the power of Nintendo. This is, we can talk about next gen all we want, but these games, they sell, they continue to sell, the old games continue to sell. Uh, Kev, if you could bring up the next link I have there, the Amazon bestsellers list. Just thought it was an interesting uh, stat to bring up here. This is Amazon's 2020 bestsellers so far. If you look here, majority, and this is all gaming stuff. So the top selling things are PSN dollars and Xbox dollars, right? And some headsets and screen protectors. But when you're just looking at the video games that are on this list, Animal Crossing, number, number one. Yeah. Uh, well, not the number uh, one as, as a game, right? Yeah. So Animal Crossing comes in at number four total of gaming things. Super Mario 3D All-Stars is at number 12. Yeah. A game that's not even out yet. This is just pre-orders of a game that was announced weeks ago. A week ago, even. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe at number 17. That thing just cannot be stopped. Only three games in the top 20. The only three games are Nintendo games, one of which is from 2017. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, And then Last of Us 2 is at 21. So that's just some context there. And those Animal Crossing numbers are phenomenal. I don't know if if you really dove into those stats, but I believe it was Nintendo. It's Nintendo's biggest selling single skew game since Super Mario Brothers. That is fucking nuts yep utterly unbelievable so nintendo continuing to, to to dominate without doing much and uh it while that's frustrating it's exciting to see and i'm hoping that they're taking this year to gear up for a 2021 that's gonna blow my pants off um final story of the day to get some sony use in here some fun cool sony stuff a ps5 game or ps5 game kenna will take two seconds to launch from dashboard and other fun tidbits from the game informer cover story uh, this did a interesting. Uh, uh, there was an interesting write up from James O'Connor and Stephen T. Wright at Gamespot that kind of took all of the the biggest news from the, the cover story on Game Informer and distilled it into this. Kenna Bridge of Spirits was one of the most promising games to emerge from the PS5 reveal event back in June. Now, thanks to the Game Informer cover story, we have new details on the cozy adventure game, including the fact that it takes just two seconds to launch from the console's dashboard. This isn't from a suspended state either. The game just loads very fast. According to Josh Greer, the game's uh, chief developing operating officer, the team had a loading animation planned, but it just loads the game so fast that there's no time for it. That's some Gary Witt of fuck you energy if I've ever seen it. I got to tell you, Tim, I've said it before. This is actually what I'm most excited about next generation, just the quality of life stuff. These super, super slick load times, mm-hmm. no more loading screens, multiple games in suspend states, just being able to jump you know, from one game um to another uh you know like right now for example my daughter's playing a lot of tony hawk uh yeah, one plus is. two on Woo! playstation she loves game it of the year baby um, i'm playing a lot of fall guys also on playstation to switch between two game of the year game as well. is is like a th- is like maybe 30 30 45 seconds bring that down to a few seconds i'm telling you i'm i'm gonna love that in this next generation oh my god put that on avengers and then maybe it'll be a fun game uh, then, as one of the few games confirmed for a PS5 launch, the story gives us a few hints of the upcoming console's features, including the fact that Kenna will use Pikmin-like friends called The Rot to solve puzzles and battle enemies. Up to 100 of The Rot will appear on screen at one time on PS5, and less will appear on PS4, although this will have no effect on gameplay. The PS5 version of the game will also utilize the DualSense's new haptic feedback for attacks, including tension on a bow. Uh, The triggers on the DualSense controllers have resistance on them, so we're utilizing that for the heavy attacks, but also for the bow. If you buy Kenna Bridge of Spirits on PS4, you can upgrade for free when you get it on PS5. It's one of the many games coming to the system in its launch period. According to the cover story, it does not have a concrete release date. LOL. (laughs) It's coming out in a few months. Launch day. Uh, the game will retail for some amount less than sixty dollars and be and can be finished comfortably in a weekend. Cool, fun. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's it's, it's it's these super. I, I, I've said it many times before. It's the less, it's the least sexy stuff that I'm excited about. USB charging on controllers. I don't, oh my I don't God, have to yeah. fuck fiddle around with micro USB anymore. Hell yeah. Um, the 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 the, the, the super slick load times. Uh, multiple system, just, just, just all the things that are just like, regardless of what game you're playing, what system you're playing on, I think we can all confidently say, Tim, that just overall our lives as gamers are going to get better in this oh, yeah. next generation. 
and that that's reason to celebrate for convenience, sure. baby. Right, yeah, Kevin? it's convenience. We're all that's lazy, we're all that's impatient. We just want things to be easy. Mm-hmm. And and we don't want to wait around. We want to get to it. And the, and these consoles are going to let us do that. Well, quick load teams, time scary, are so far away. If I wanted to know <laughs> what was coming to mom and crop shops today, where would I look? Uh, the official list of upcoming software on each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Oh, you nailed it, Gary. You nailed it. I, I oh, yeah. I'm, getting good. I'm, I'm totally off book now. Yeah, that's good. That's good. There was like a bit of hesitation. And I liked it. it shows you're thinking about it. Yeah. I saw in a right. poll recently that that music is the least popular version of, of that. Like, they people uh, seem to much prefer it when... Um, when when you or Greg read, you know, actually kind yeah, of maybe, sing. Yeah, I mean, out like that might be the kids on Reddit. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's the kids are all out there. It's yeah, I can see. I can, yeah, I, can see, I know that you, you weren't thrilled about that, Kevin. When that, uh, when that some it, would say I was furious, but it was only like ninety kids. It wasn't just unpopular; it was it. deeply unpopular. Well, with no, ninety kids, I, I, with ninety here's, kids. Here's the thing, Barry. <laughs> I want I want this very clear to everyone out there because this got out of my control. The point of that song was I don't do the jingle. I've right. I never have done the jingle successfully. Right, and I never want to. So okay. When this song came through, I wanted it just for me. Kevin decided to apply it to everybody, and that's when it caused Panda fucking monium. Yeah. If it was just a Tim exclusive, I think that people would have appreciated it. I, I, honestly, I gotta say, I, I personally like it. I'm not, I'm not throwing it's shade. I know that, I know that a lot of people don't like it, but for what it's worth, I like it. I think it's, mm-hmm. I like that kind. I got of lounge, a lot of supportive tweets. That loungy vibe. I got a lot of supportive tweets. Here's the thing. A lot of people, and like, let's be honest, are really bad at doing the music and shouldn't. All right? I'm not just singling out Greg Miller, but he's definitely one of the people I'm talking about, just to be clear to everyone. And Gary, you don't have to Gary, cry about it. I want it. to clear right. to you. Earlier, uh, you defined that Kevin is a verb, and, and Kevin Kevined this song as much as Kevin can Kevin anything. He has Kevined it big time. It's been, you know, when you've been Kevined. Hold on. Greg Miller's calling. I'm Kevin. sure this is going to be great. Hang up on him. Don't answer. Don't answer it. Greg Miller, you're on Kind of Funny Games oh, Daily. How God. you doing? I'm good. I'm happy to be on Kind of Funny Games Daily. I just oh, I can't hear him. I'm sorry. He's not coming in. Like the people, the overwhelming majority of Kind of Funny listeners and viewers who said, you know what? Kevin is wrong. We don't want this song. We don't need this song. Tim, you're allowed to use the song. That's fine. But Kevin trying to put this into every show. I heard him try to play it in screencast. The people spoke up. The people came to the voting booth like I asked them to. And they said no. There you go. There it is. I love I mean, Greg. I mean, he's he got not wrong. message through right before he muted us. So, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did did you see the ridiculous shit that happened on the show where like the world is on fire right now and Gary Witta still decided yeah. to fucking burn shit down? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. All right. You have a good day, Greg. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, what a day it's been. Out today, Takatan on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Chicken's Madness on Xbox One. Chicken's Car Madness? X- I got to Google that one right yeah, now. Yeah, chicken. And there's an S. It's, it's a plural chicken before the okay. madness. I'm looking. Car I'm looking. X Drift Racing Online on Xbox One. Uh, injection. What the fuck is this? That's not the title. <laughs> the title oh. is Injection TT23 No Name, No Number. <laughs> On I, Xbox One, but I don't know if that's two T's. Is it a pie? Is that yeah? I get okay. Injection yeah, pie twenty three. No name, no number on I'll, Xbox One. I'll Google oh my god! It, it it looks like a Fall Guys clone. There's literally a, <laughs> Wait, cl- a crown. Chicken madness. Chicken madness. Yeah, right. it's a it's it's some kind of it looks like a mix between like Fall Guys and Fusion Frenzy, like a party game kind of thing. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But everyone's um, chickens. Release date February 4th. Oh, this has been out on Steam since 2018. So I, I can't call it a Fall oh. Guys clone. But it's just now coming to Xbox One. It's definitely got a Fall Guys party party game vibe to it, though. Mario Party yeah. kind of thing. Chicken's what level, right. what level are you at in, uh, in Fall Guys? Just hit max on PlayStation last oh. night. I'm about 33 on PC. Jesus I've been Because I've been leveling up two characters, you know, because it's split we between the maniac. two. Maniac. Maniac. Yeah. 16 at- crowns, Tim. Whoa, I'm at, I'm at level 25 on PS4 and I have four crowns. All right. Just yeah, you four. guys suck. I hate do you, do you, let me Let me ask you this. Do you have a crown in each discipline? Because that's the key. You got to be a fully rounded player. You know what? I think I do. 
I've gotten one during the the tail one. I've gotten yeah. one during hex. No, you know what? Hexagon's the only one I've never won. Yeah, that's a tough one. All right, but you yeah. have one on Fall Mountain. Fall Mountain, that's my jam. Yeah, you have one in Jump Showdown. Yes, I do. You have that one in like Royal Fumble. Royal Fumble, yes. Okay, yeah. so Hexagon is the last one you need to round it out. Okay, because yeah. then you can call yourself a complete player. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Hexagon fucks me up, man. And I'm pretty good at it. And every time I'm like, oh, I'm going to win. And then some bullshit happens. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I yeah. got Fall it's, Guy. It's tough. It's I, I think it's the toughest game to get good at, but you can get good at it. Like I see Barrett in the chat. Barrett is a fucking Hexagon pro. You should make Barrett. If you make Barrett your, like, like your Mr. Miyagi of Hexagon, mm -hmm. Uh, you, you, you will, you will soon be, um, uh, crane kicking, uh, Johnny Cobra Kai in the face, uh, in hexagon. I love it, man. Sad boy, Barrett. I love it. He, he's doing the post show with you exclusively after this. Cause I need Oh, to Okay. You got to run Dune trailer. That'll be going up on youtube.com slash kind of funny. Oh yeah. I saw that earlier today. It looks much like the, again, I don't, who needs a Dune trailer? Just look outside your fucking window, Tim. Hate our lives so much right now. Getting through this, the rule of lands pioneers on PC, blazing sales, pirate battle royale on PC, cloud gardens on PC, Hermes, Sybil's prophecy on PC. Um, all that stuff is out today. Then we got some squad up for you. Kebab says, uh, hey KFGD crew, today is Crash Bandicoot's 24th birthday. Happy birthday, Crash. To celebrate, I'm going to stream all day today trying 100% the first three Crash games in one go. I tried this on my birthday last week and failed because the game froze and I hadn't saved. Hopefully, it'll work out better this time. Catch me on twitch.tv slash kebabsontv, K-B-A-B-Z-O-N-T-V, at 3 p.m. Pacific and wish me luck. Also, I just became a Twitch affiliate thanks to a Snowbike Mike raid, so that's fun too. Shout out to that. I love Snowbike Mike, man. What a, what a great community. He's great. Always, always a font of positive energy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm jealous you get to do a show with him. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a, it's a trip. Let me tell you. It, 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 and it's great because I get to do it Friday afternoon. So hanging out with Mike for a couple of hours, like just I, like he's, you know, in that halo effect of all that positivity that radiates off of him. It, you know, I, I step into the weekend in a, in a good mood. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Snowbike Mike, man. Power of positivity. Um, looking through, you're wrong. And so far, how are we doing? We're good. We fucking nailed it, man. We oh, yeah. We didn't get anything wrong. It was all opinion anyway. Yeah, exactly. Tomorrow's host, uh, we got me and Greg. That's super fun. Also, tomorrow is tomorrow Thursday. Yeah, it is. Wow. We have the Ubisoft Forward happening. That's exciting. Maybe I'll finally get my Prince of Persia remake. I hope it stands the time. I'll take 2008. I really hope it's not the 2D one. I'm okay with that. But come on, guys. Come on. Uh, but anyways, now it's time for the post show. Subscribers to the silver membership or above on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. You'll get this until next time. Gary, you've been fantastic. This has been an Thank awesome you, Tim. show. I love everything about this. I hope that we survive this this apocalypse. Me That's too. What a day. What a day. What a day. What a year. What a lifetime. I love you guys. Bye.